This week on the Mickey File podcast, we'll discuss Disney and DVC news, as well as Veterans Day and Magic Kingdom, and dining options off-site. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of the Mickey File podcast. I'm Scott. And Karen. And this week we've got a little bit of DVC news, quite a bit of new new news about the parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh tomorrow gave a presentation this morning, I guess, talked about things that are going on around the world for yeah. Disney. And D23 today, pretty much while we're recording this, so we'll have to watch it later on YouTube, is doing their D23 Fantastic World Celebration. It's a virtual kind of D23 expo that they're doing. Uh, There are a couple of events that we've signed up for that were D23 gold exclusives. They were free, just had to be a DVC gold member, so we signed up for those. Uh, They're later in the week, so it'll be pretty interesting. But some cool things going on. Mm -hmm. So kicking off the news, let's go ahead and talk about the updates on what's going on in the park. So there's a really cool video. We'll link to it in the the show notes and we'll Mm -hmm. put it in the Facebook group. But a really cool trailer video full of concept drawings and photographs of new ride vehicles coming up and pictures of the inside of the Galaxy Cruiser Hotel, the Star Wars Hotel. Mm-hmm. Actually, some pictures of yeah. the restaurant that'll never open, <laughs> Space 220. <laughs> you know, the one that was going to open in, what, fall of 2019? Yes. That we're now past fall of 2020. Yes. And maybe it'll open in spring of 2021 or something <laughs> like that. But I, I won't believe it until it actually shows open. They're not going to leave it vacant forever, so I'm sure one day it will open, but it's <laughs> kind of just becoming a... Yeah, it's an ongoing joke now. Yeah, it is, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things that they've talked about coming up is going to be at Disneyland, the Avengers campus that they're working on moving towards completion, which is awful because nobody's probably ever going to be able to get back I there know. to see it. It's insane. Yeah, we were going to talk about this later, but might as well. California has basically moved back to Tier 1 or Phase 1, whatever they call it, today as far as their COVID precautions. So bars are closing back up. Basically anything indoors is closing back up. Retail locations, 25%. Downtown Disney may not be open. For Christmas. For Christmas. Yeah. The hotels that they just announced were going to reopen may not be reopening the Grand Californian. But good news. Mm -hmm. uh, The Avengers Campus continues at Disneyland and Disneyland Paris, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And what a really cool new ride they have coming up. The Worldwide Engineering Brigade, known as WEB. (laughs) We'll soon house the newest attraction, the Web Slingers. It's a Spider-Man adventure. Guests will be able to board vehicles and help Spider-Man take control of an army of Spider-Bots that have taken over the Avengers campus. The ride's really cool. The vehicle, the ride vehicles are pretty amazing. 
it looks like a lot of the technology that they're going to be using at the Guardians of the Galaxy ride here, mm-hmm. the Cosmic Rewind, but really cool. Probably a lot cooler than the one at Universal, which is still pretty cool. Yeah. Paris is also going to be having a new experience at Disney's Hotel New York called The Art of Marvel. It's going to celebrate 80 years of Marvel storytelling in a typical New York setting. Hmm. Art Deco style, it's going to have one of the largest publicly viewable collections of Marvel art in the world. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So it's a hotel and a museum, and it's really cool. That's very cool. Eventually, um, we'll go there. And one go see day, that. we got to go to Paris for sure. <laughs> Epcot work is continuing on Harmonious mm-hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy and Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. It looks like Remy's is going to be opening early 2001, hopefully. Yep. Maybe for G3. Maybe. 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 Maybe a little bit after that. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. From all the pictures and what it, you can see on property, it looks about done. It looks really does look about done. I mean, it, I I mean they've got the sign up for the Ratatouille and everything. I, yeah, the wait time signs. Yeah, the fast pass line. They've got all of it. Now they're doing really a lot of cosmetic work. Is it, what looks it looks like. like. Yeah, I mean, haven't been inside, but you got to think. I mean, they've been working on it for ever. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Harmonious. Wow, this picture that they posted today of whatever this kind of most of a circle is, mm-hmm. it's huge. This but, thing is going to be enormous. Yeah. And from what I understand is it shoots from all around it. Yeah. It's going to be one of the largest nighttime spectaculars they've ever created. Wow. It's going to feature hallmarks of a Disney experience, including music and images, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, reimagined by a diverse cultural musicians and artists from around the world. Wow. So pretty very cool. pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, of course, we saw the ride vehicles uh, last week. These are going to, it's a, they're calling it a groundbreaking ride system with vehicles that rotate 360 degrees and can even do a reverse launch. Because didn't weren't we kind of under the impression it did a reverse launch anyways? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. I, I know that one of the things that they've been kind of talking about. So they're not calling this a roller coaster. It's an omni coaster. It's the first of its kind programmable roller coaster ride system where guests can be rotated along the ride track in any direction while traveling at high speeds. Mm-hmm. The Omnicoaster name obviously builds on the tradition of the Omnimover ride system, the Doom Buggies, the ever-present ride system at Disney. Mm-hmm. And, and the Imagineers are able to turn you in whatever direction they want and focus their your attention on a specific scene or an element. This thing's going to be really cool. Yeah, I, I did see a video of an outdoor one on a track, mm-hmm. and it actually shows it moving all around in... It it moves it and locks it in place, and then it moves it again, and so it's not like it's constantly moving like a no right, you know, like a tilt a whirl. Right, it's no, it's and like an omni mover yeah. where they yeah. turn you to the left for ten seconds mm-hmm. and then over to the right for ten seconds. But but it didn't look even when it was rolling and it's showing it. It didn't look like it was a hard like a hard turn. It was just a smooth yeah. movement as it was going. It yeah, looked very it's cool, just to yeah. get you. Position looking at what for they the want right, you to look right. at. But it looked very smooth and very cool. 
Right. Yeah. They say plans are on track to open Remy's Ratatouille adventure, like we said, in 2021, Mm -hmm. based on the film Ratatouille. This family-friendly attraction will invite you to shrink down to the scale of a rat for a culinary adventure with Chef Remy. Mm -hmm. During each adventure, you'll race across Gusteau's kitchen floor aboard special trackless ride vehicles in a thrilling 3D chase. So it sounds to me like it's going to be very... Very Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, but or, that's cool because yeah. it's a really cool ride. And mm-hmm. They're still working on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, mm-hmm. where guests will live aboard a starship for a two-day, two-night experience. Unlike any typical cruise, though, you'll become one of the heroes in your own Star Wars story in a new type of immersive experience that only Disney could create. Yes. Uh, you'll cruise the galaxy in style aboard, aboard the Halcyon. Known for its impeccable service and exotic destinations, you'll stay in well-appointed cabins, experience onboard dining, make a planet-side excursion to Black Spire Outpost on Batu, and it says much more. There's supposed to be some really cool lightsaber training mm-hmm. rooms. You're supposed to actually learn how to pilot the ship through a uh, asteroid field. Wow. At least rumors have it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to this. I don't know what it's going to cost, but it seems well, like it's going to be totally worth it. I think it's like $1,000 a day. Yeah, I don't know. There's been all kinds of talk about what it might be. Nobody's at Disney has ever said this is what it's going to be. Oh, okay. Um, and then you have to have a back entrance into Batu, so you don't... Yeah, but it's on... I mean, it's basically in the park anyway. Yeah. But it's not so, like you come through the regular front entrance. You actually no, go it, directly into. Yeah. I mean, you're basically in the hotel for two days, mm-hmm. two nights, other than your off-planet excursion, which is, you know, basically if you look at this as a cruise type mm-hmm. experience at your port day. Right. There's talk that maybe your port day is after hours so that you can actually experience Betu. Right. I don't know if they're going to do that right now with all the cutbacks and leave the park open for two hours for, you know, a couple of hundred people. Mm-hmm. But so it'll be interesting to yeah. see. I mean, these there's a couple that are drawings. There's a couple that are, looks like photographs yeah. they of look the like rooms that they've rooms. set up. Mm-hmm. And they look like cruise ship rooms. I mean, even down to the the bunk beds put built into the wall. And, right. But, wow, those would be really cool if you had kids. Right. So it's. I would think it's almost like a VIP type tour when you go into Batu. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, it's definitely not going to be. You have to get you a boarding with group. everybody else. Yeah. No, for that price, you better not have to get a boarding group. Uh, yeah, I would think not. <laughs> so for sure. <laughs> and Shanghai Resort, they're continuing on the Zootopia land with a new major attraction. That it says will seamlessly blend Disney storytelling and state-of-the-art technology to bring this fan-favorite movie and its characters to life. I would love to go to that. (laughs) Me too. There is a photograph of the building, and it's enormous. Like, two huge cranes, one on each end of this building. It's enormous. So, whatever it's going to be is going to be a big deal. Yeah. Uh, but one but of there days. isn't a lot of talk about what it's going to be. I know. So, so maybe they don't, maybe they, I mean, I'm sure they know, but they're not leaking well, They any. know, but they're not going to let us yeah. know. And then Tokyo Disney, this is really cool. 
They've got some new attractions, restaurants, and shops that have recently opened. Mm -hmm. The largest expansion in the park's 37-year history. Wow. Part of the expansion is called Fantasy Springs. It's an exciting development themed to a magical spring that's inspired by the beloved Disney animated films Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan. Oh, that's very cool. Um, Yeah, very cool. It's got four new attractions, three restaurants, and a Disney-themed hotel that is actually inside Tokyo Disney Sea, overlooking the Fantasy Springs. That's amazing. You know, there's been all this talk about building a hotel at Epcot, kind of in the park, that Uh same thing. So I guess maybe, hopefully, this will work out really well, and they'll do that for us, because it'd be really cool. That would be very cool. Yeah, so a lot going on that's still going on. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, in these things, it's all talking about new stuff. Nothing about Mary Poppins. Nothing about, well, nothing about Mary Poppins. That right. was one of the things they, that was supposed said- to be at Epcot. Interestingly enough, nothing about Tron. Not in the video, not in the article. But they're still going. But they're still going to town on it. Well yeah. underway. Yeah. But nothing about Tron yet. It's interesting. It sounds like maybe it's not going to be open at the projected date, which I think was supposed to be late next year. It's supposed to be for the anniversary for the fiftieth. Yeah. So I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where that's going because that seems like the kind of thing that's big enough. They may have brought it up, but nothing. Not yeah. a word about Tron. So that's. What's going on right now in the Disney parks? Well, I did see one thing about they announced that they're bringing they're going to be bringing back some of the shows. They're projecting to bring back some of the shows, hopefully next year. I hope so. They need to. Um, like early next year is what they're talking about. Yeah, it was a part of that uh, Josh Tomorrow statement. You know, we kind of joke all the time about how. As big as Disney World is and as much money as Disney World makes for them, Mm -hmm. but everything they do is Disneyland-centered. Right. You know, one of the reasons, right now I'm working on this Cinderella's Castle Lego build Mm -hmm. that I didn't realize how big it was when we bought it. It's 29 inches tall, 19 inches wide, and a foot deep. Things ginormous. Yes. It's like a foot tall already, and we've only got the first floor done. Yeah. And so we're having and, to complete move things around. To yeah, we're going to have to redecorate the house to display this <laughs> castle. But one of the reasons we got it was because it's actually Cinderella Castle, not Sleeping Beauty Castle. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of get the feeling that some of that's going to have to change Yeah, with what's going on at Disneyland right now. Maybe it'll take its rightful place in the – Disney World will take its rightful place in the hierarchy at Disney. Yeah. I we mean, hope it, anyway. I, I mean, it, it brings, to me, it's so much more populated, you know, and it's four parks. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and every park is bigger. You know, right. one of those things that everybody talks about, you can fit all of Disneyland in the parking lot in the Magic Kingdom here. Which that is just visually, I'm yeah. just having such a hard time <laughs> with that. <laughs> it's a huge park. It just, because I think about the Magic Kingdom parking lot's not that big. Well, 
now that the trams aren't running, you can feel how big it really well, is. I know, but you understand. Even with what I'm 25 saying. or 35 percent now. Yeah. Um, speaking of 35 percent, Bob Japik announced this weekend, I'm not sure if it was on purpose or not, but I saw it online <laughs> that the parks are up to 35 percent capacity now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's awesome. It really is awesome. Yes. I mean, it means people are traveling, it's more right. money. Selfishly, for those of us here in Central Florida and all mm-hmm. of Florida and tourist dollars, which we desperately need. Desperately. But, so we're at 35% and nothing new has opened really since July. In fact, you know, we keep announcing shows that aren't opening and restaurants that are not open yet. And right. It's going to be interesting to see. They've got to do some stuff. They've got yeah. to do something to get people here out of the common areas and in lines and in theaters and they're gonna have to do that because it basically said that they're planning on bringing it back planning on bringing the shows back on the ones that were considered closed indefinitely so that's a positive spin yeah for sure and you know one of the things and we'll talk about it later on but one of the things that i really noticed on veterans day when we went was Mm -hmm. haunted mansion they loaded Every, every ride vehicle now. They're mm-hmm. not loading every other. Right. We know in Rise of the Resistance, they're now putting two parties mm-hmm. in a ride vehicle. They're doing some things to... Allow for the increased capacity. Yeah. Yeah. And to allow for getting more people through rides. Right. That's a plus. Mm-hmm. Short. And hopefully it'll bring down the wait times, too. Right. Yeah. Right. Or in the case of Rise of the Resistance, I noticed the other day that at, what was it, 3 o'clock, they were already at boarding group 81 Yeah, they for were, the day. Yeah. You know, back when it first opened, they were getting to, you know, 113, 115. Mm-hmm. So they were right on that pace. Right. Obviously, the boarding groups probably are smaller, but they were running through boarding groups yeah. on Wednesday. So that's good news. Very also. good news, yes. And additionally, they added plexiglass to all of the cars from Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which would then help increase those wait times as well. Yeah, the number of people can get through mm-hmm. there. I mean, you know, the last couple times we've been to that park, it's two-hour wait times before the park opens right. for that ride. Right. Yeah, anything they can do that. To speed it up, yeah. It gets, gets more people in the big attractions. And mm-hmm. again, it gets people into a socially distanced line instead of out and about. Right. And that's one thing that I've noticed the last couple times we've been is there were more people sitting on the curbs on Main Street or right. kind of wandering around. Mm-hmm. We have noticed that. Yeah. Yeah. Really cool. One of the things that Disney seems to have really stepped up or maybe they're just publishing it a little more because they need some good publicity, (laughs) but it's their charitable works, especially obviously we know what they're doing with make a wish foundation. Uh, We talked about a couple weeks ago, they're the virtual summer camp they set up for the kids, Mm -hmm. obviously all the merchandise that they're donating and, Apparently, I've heard that they've hit their goal 
with that stuff already that's been oh, out like two weeks. It was, they hit it before the first week. And yeah. so they're just going to keep going. From what I hear, keep going with their donations, which mm-hmm. is awesome. It's right. really cool stuff. Just still wish the Crocs weren't quite so shiny. Yeah. A nice just royal blue with the stars and moon would yeah. have been really cool. Instead for, of the shiny blue. Yeah. But they've also, uh, there's an article on the Disney Parks blog the other day that they've been helping out with the Give Kids the World holiday mm-hmm. light up million light march. Right. In fact, it's way more than a million Disney donated <laughs> three million yeah. lights to the Night of a Million Lights to help raise funds for granting wishes for these critically ill children. So it's mm-hmm. basically the same kind of program. I'm really not, should be obviously, but I am not all that familiar with Give Kids the World, not as familiar as I should be, obviously. They they note in this article that 4,000 wishes have been postponed due to the pandemic. That's just So tough. they're trying to do something to help raise funds right. to ensure that granting wishes for these children can Continue. resume as soon as the, the Give Kids the World village reopens right. um, at the resort. It's an 84-acre resort. I know it's over huge. There yeah, that gives um, that provides the wish granting, no cost stays to the children and their mm-hmm. family battling critical illness, and want to experience the magic of a Central Florida vacation. Good for them, and yeah. and Disney does bring up that it's uh, one of the biggest places that their cast members do uh, cust- uh, community service mm-hmm. work, right. So, you know, God bless all of them for, yeah. for stepping up and doing that. And Disney cast members went over and helped decorate. There's some Disney-inspired displays mm-hmm. on the property there. We're going to have to go over there one night and yeah. just see it. Well, we have to buy tickets and pick the night. So, But it's one of right. those we I, – I know we talked about doing it. Cause yeah, and it's going to run through uh, January 3rd. Mm-hmm. It'll be yeah, very and, Christmassy. Yeah, and actually, we'll probably put the link on there for to buy tickets. We will for sure. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool thing that Disney did. Yeah, there. And I think the pre-opening night they had Jody Benson was there. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. She's um, she's she's, she's very big with them. She's yeah. done quite a few things mm-hmm. with them. Right. A couple other things that they're doing. Disney has partnered with Chef Roy Choi. For a Mickey and Friends giving <laughs> holiday celebration kind of thing. Roy Choi, Chef Choi, has collaborated with John and Vinny's Pizza in Los Angeles, Home Slice mm. Pizza in Austin, Roberta's Pizza in Bushwick and Williamsburg. That's New York. Okay. Pizzeria Badia in Philadelphia and Pizzeria Bianco in Phoenix. To create six specialty pizzas inspired by the sensational six friends. Um, there's a classic pepperoni updated take on a classic pepperoni in honor of the true original Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. Adding a spicy ingredient as a nod to Donald's feistiness. Each pie embodies the character's distinct personalities and collectively tells a story of friendship. So, looks like there's even... Maybe some merchandise. Of course, it's Disney. Of course, course it's Disney. But some cool things here. 
some baking cookie cutter sets, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's cute. Um, available at Williams Sonoma, American Eagle Outfitters, Bauble Bar, Target, Eggy Box, uh, Box Lunch, and Instant Pot. And more to come next year. So if you live in New York, Phoenix, Phoenix, LA, Austin, you can actually go to Disney.com slash Mickey Friends Stay True and pre-order or order pizza. It'll be available for local pickup uh, or delivery on November 21st. That's cool. If you don't live in one of those cities or close enough to go get a pizza, uh, they've actually got pizza recipes online. You can make your own at home, and honestly, the ones I looked at didn't look that hard. Like, it looks way easier to make a pizza at home than I thought it would be. Oh, cool. And I don't know why I think that it should be hard, because our neighbor makes pizzas, like, every night, homemade pizza. But And his are really good. (laughs) Yeah. So, these are pretty cool. Our last little bit of news here is the D23 Fantastic World Celebration. It's a virtual event. That started today, Monday, November 16th. It's going to run through the 20th. Technically, it's going to run through the 21st, but the main events are through the 20th. Okay. Basically, there are two panel-type discussions every day, 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m., 6 p.m. on the East Coast, just accordingly, depending on where you live. (laughs) So today's were the Fantasia Legacy, a conversation with Eric Goldberg, and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, storytelling through merchandise. That was the first two panels. Fortunately, they are being shown on the D23 website, YouTube, and Facebook, so if you miss them, you can go catch them later on. Which is good. Yeah, Tomorrow, Tuesday the 17th, actually today as we release the podcast on Tuesdays, uh, Marvel 616 Uncovered and Marvel Comics celebrates 80 years of Captain America, Ooh. the first Avenger. Yes. On Wednesday at 2 o'clock is a DVC Gold member and Gold family member exclusive Globetrotting with Mickey Mouse and the Walt Disney Archives. It's Mickey Around the World and Around the Parks. It sounds really awesome. Yes. And because it's November 18th, the 3 o'clock one will be Celebrate Mickey and Minnie on their birthday. So yay. Yay. Mickey, I guess, will be 92. I assume Minnie must be the same age, right? I guess some reason, they don't make as big a deal about her, but I guess yeah. she's got to be the same age. I guess so. On Thursday the 19th, Walt Disney World, Destination Tomorrow, and Epcot, The Magic of Possibility. On Friday the 20th, the early one will be D23 Presents Five Facts About Toy Story. Hmm. Sounds pretty interesting, it actually. Does, actually. And... The gold member exclusive will be the three o'clock one for that. Creating Fantastic Worlds, a journey into Disney world building, which sounds just amazing. It does. Uh, The way Disney builds their worlds, it just sounds really awesome. Yes. On the 21st, there is actually another DVC gold, uh, D23 gold member Exclusive sneak peek of the wonderful world of Mickey Mouse. Hmm. 
And I'll read you the description. It says, For another surprise to celebrate Mickey and Minnie's birthday and D23's Fantastic World celebration, D23 Gold and Gold family members are invited to a sneak peek of an upcoming episode of the all-new series, The Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse. It'll be almost a week before it premieres on Disney+. Plus, Disney+. Plus. Um, so the fact that they're saying almost a week sounds like that's something that I missed, but it must be coming out Friday because it seems like they release everything on Friday. Yeah. So it must be coming out Friday, the whatever that would be, 27th. 27th, yes. Anything with Mickey is awesome. Yes. So, yeah, ready for this. Yes. So that's it for our news stories this week. Now let's talk about Veterans Day. Yeah. So Veterans Day, we woke up. The weather in Tampa was pretty rough. Um, it had been raining since Tuesday night because there mm-hmm. was a hurricane just off the course, off the coast, getting ready to come in what it looked like north of just north of Tampa. I guess it was right. down to a tropical storm at that point. It right. kind of weakened over the water, which is weird. Well, yeah, that's unusual. But we got up Wednesday morning. Karen was off because she works for a bank, and it was Veterans Day. Mm-hmm. And all of my customers had shut down for the day because there was a hurricane coming. <laughs> so there's no <laughs> real point in going out and trying to mow grass or yeah, do any anything. of that stuff you do on golf courses. Right. So Dave Youngward had put on Facebook a post about, hey, let's go to Disney. The weather looks better over there. And when you looked at the radar, it definitely looked better there than it did on the West Coast. Yes. So Karen and I, with nothing to do, she went online, made us a park reservation reservation for Magic Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Everything was available except Hollywood Studios. Yep. And this was, I don't know, 730 maybe. It was probably even earlier than that. Probably seven. Not a lot earlier because yeah. we didn't leave the house till after eight because we had to go drop your car off. Right. So it was probably seven-ish. Yeah. It was maybe seven o'clock. We were able to make a park reservation for Magic Kingdom. Yep. Dropped your car off to get it fixed at the dealer and off we went. Yes, we did. And got there probably about 10 o'clock. And... Shockingly, the parking lot was not as busy as I thought it was going to be. I thought the park was going to be pretty full. We got a good parking spot, actually almost to the spot, same spot we would park for preferred parking, which didn't have to pay for preferred parking, which was nice. So we made our way to Magic Kingdom and made our first normal spot right when we get there is go to the fire station to pick up our Sources of the Magic Kingdom cards, which anyone who has not played that game, you need to start playing that game. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. It, it's a really good time filler, and I just enjoy it. Yeah. I la- I, I'm entertained by the, by the jokes and everything. So then we went through the Emporium to look for any new merchandise, which, you know, that's normal. Yeah, and didn't really see anything new, but no. we'd already, we also had been there for four days. Yeah. Four days before that. Right. So they don't really come out with stuff every day. No, I know. But you never know. Right. Um, Then as we were coming out of there, we're kind of trying to decide where to go. And then we saw our first cavalcade. It was Mickey and Minnie and the gang cavalcade that came through the hub. Right. Yes. Which was really nice to be able to see that first thing. Yeah. I think it may have been the... I don't think it was technically the Mickey and Minnie one. I think it it was the Fantasyland... 
Friends or whatever they call it because it it had Peter Pan, it had Mary Poppins and Bert Bert and um, and Geppetto, right? Geppetto and Pinocchio. Um, and yeah, and And it did have Mickey and Minnie Minnie and and Pluto and uh, Tigger and Donald and Daisy, I think, were even in it. I think so. So it had it was a big one, it was, yeah, it was. There were probably I want to say eight. Pluto, and then like eight characters, mm-hmm. and then the actual float with Mickey and Minnie on it, right? And then like another eight characters behind yeah. that. It was surprisingly more characters than I expected. Yeah, it was big. Yeah, it was, and they all had their little scarves on and their winter outfits, which was very cute. Yeah, typically the only one that's been that big, and it's because the float is so big, is the princess one, right? But yeah, this was there was a lot of a lot of people there, right? Yeah. And it was just, it was cute. Mm-hmm. So, and then we headed, figured we're going to go head towards Liberty Square. Yes. We couldn't uh, decide yeah. if we were going to go there or Adventureland to go continue with our sorcerers. Right. With Magic Kingdom, we went to Liberty Square. And it was, there was a photo pass photographer there taking pictures, looking at the castle. Yeah, right on the bridge. Right on the or bridge. Or right off the bridge in front of Sleepy Hollow. Right. And she, we were kind of. There was only one person in line in front of us. We're like, oh, let's get some pictures. She was amazing. She did not just the typical pose, you know. She did a whole little photo thing. She did, yeah. Yeah. She And she took a bunch of pictures. She did. And she just, her personality was amazing for it, too. It was. You know, she wanted to know where you were from and about you. It was really neat. It was, it was a nice change. Really yeah, and I noticed that. I think everybody, well, there were two. There was the couple that had just gotten engaged, engaged. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then before them, the lady that was by herself. Right. But all of us were from Central Florida. Yeah. <laughs> over there just for the day on a, you know, tropical storm day. Cause yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it was too early to go to the bar and party, so we yeah. went to Disney. Exactly. And it was just, it was such a nice change of having it not just here, take your picture and walk away. It was just. Yeah, she was fantastic. Yeah, she really was. So thank you very much, Jennifer from Windermere. Yeah. Yes. You were awesome. You made the day really cool you did. for us. Yes, very much so. And then we headed into Liberty Square. Um, but while we're going in there, the another, I believe the other cavalcade came through, right? It was the princess. Yeah, the princesses came by. Right. Um, yeah, With that right, huge float. Right there. Right. Yeah. So we were able to, and they were all in there, like Belle had her red winter dress on. So it was just nice seeing the, you know. Yeah, and that float. was cool because later in the day when we saw them, they had different outfits on. Yeah. So it was right. the same but different. Right. Like Merida was riding the horse instead of on the float. Yeah, she was on the float the first time in mm-hmm. her winter outfit. Right, and then she was on. Then she was on the horse later in the day. Yeah. So, um, but we went the. Let's see. We went through Liberty Square, and then we figured we'd go do Haunted Mansion right. because the line was short. I mean, it was back by Liberty Bell entrance, but well, it was a twenty-five minute posted wait time. Right, and it was maybe fifteen. It was between fifteen and twenty. With we had. We did the ride, the wait for the ride. We did the ride. Mm-hmm. We went into Memento Mori for at least five minutes. 
And when we came out, we're walking by Peter Pan. I looked at my watch. It had been a half an hour since we got in line. Right. So it it was definitely not a 25-minute right. wait. And we were constantly moving in the queue to begin with. So yeah, I don't think we ever really stopped. No. Not until... I don't think we ever really stopped. No, not really. And the line looks long because social distancing, right. because and of the path they take you on yeah, down, they take you through, down through, through the, the Liberty Bell queue. Right. But it's also shorter because they've got the whole cemetery closed. They right. haven't had the cemetery open that I've seen since they reopened. They did have one time because the I remember the girls running through trying to get the water. Okay. So that was the only – but then it was kind of – cool being down there going by the rivers of, of America just seeing yeah. it empty. Yeah, because it's empty. So if you ever wondered, do they really have a track down there for the li- for the Liberty uh, Bell? For the river boats. River it boats, it yeah. does. You can see it. There's some pictures on Facebook now. <laughs> yes. Of uh, it, that, it, the empty. It was empty... just kind of creepy looking. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. You know, I guess there's just no way they can put a wall around that whole thing. No. But it it was kind of funny seeing it with all the paper cups and yeah potato chip bags and there was in some there. Con- it looked like there were some concrete bags in the bottom of it oh, too so which was just kind of weird but you got some really cool pictures of it like that panoramic one you got mm-hmm. and I also like when we went in the haunted mansion how I've noticed they really did redid the lights so you can actually see more things now in the graveyard and even in the ballroom scene. Yeah, it seems it seems brighter. It is definitely there. brighter because you can see like even all the characters in the graveyard in the back that you couldn't see for a while. Right. So I think they must have redone the lighting in there, but and it's got a lot more detail in the ballroom too. You can see all of the ghosts in the ballroom. Yeah. So yeah, it's more enjoyable. You yeah. You can definitely see things better. Yeah. So And the uh the pop up animatronics, yeah. you know, for a while there they were so loud with the mm. compressed air when they would pop up. Yeah. Now you they've got that fixed, it's quiet again, they yeah. just appear. Yeah, which is good. And you mm-hmm. can and I don't know, it's just it's I I'm glad that they had the time to do it. So it actually looks better now. It's more enjoyable. Yeah. Um but after that we headed to Fantasyland. Right. And happened to see another cast member, photo pass cast member over there. And I believe his name was Caleb, correct? It was, Caleb. And he was amazing. I felt like we were like on this professional photo shoot. He took us like around the entire area around Pinocchio's mm-hmm. uh, village house. Right, with the wall and yeah, the archway. Yeah, had us take pictures walking towards him and it, it was stand amazing. over here. I want to get the flowers in the picture, but mm-hmm. not the back of this guy's head that was eating inside the restaurant. Right, and, and then he even said to me, because my glasses are transition, he goes, do me a favor, take off your glasses so we can see your eyes better. And I'm like, wow, no one's ever said like that before. And it was just the time he took, and there was nobody else around, but then... People saw while they were, while he was taking our pictures, more people showed up. Yeah. So, but they came out, the pictures came out amazing. They did. And so, Disney, please don't get rid of the photo pass people. Yes. Don't put camera boxes in the stuff because you don't get that experience. And we had two just amazing photo pass photographers. Yes. Last Wednesday, it was they were amazing. Yeah. I mean, it was it 
we left there going, oh my gosh, I felt like I had a professional photo shoot. We never had that experience like that no. before. And we don't do it enough, but we did send cast compliments for both of those yes. people to Disney because... They definitely deserved it. Absolutely. Yeah, they made us feel very special, like we were the only ones there. Right. Uh, just wanted to add that. It was, you know, you can still get that, which is really nice. Yeah. Then we... And by the way, Caleb was at Adventureland later on, so yeah. he's not just going to be in Fantasia, but if you are in Fantasyland, mm-hmm. but if you find him, Caleb with a K, yes, uh, or Jennifer from Windermere, mm-hmm. stop and get him to take your picture because it was a really cool experience. It really was, really was. And after that, we went to Star Traders. Figured, you know, of course, go check out the shop- shops, right? And then we saw somebody with a clear bag that had a Sven sipper cup. Yes. And then we decided right then, I went up to him, I go, where did you find that at? They go, oh, Cosmic Rays, just order a drink. Um, and then they go, we think they have it at Pecos Bills. They gave us all the places it was at. Yeah, they had it, I think, at the three quick service. So they mm-hmm. had it at Cosmic Rays, Pinocchio's, and Pecos Bills. Yes, and it is absolutely adorable. So I mobile ordered it. And then it said it was going to be about a half hour. I'm like, whoa, it's five minutes for Carousel Progress. Let's go. <laughs> so, we- <laughs> and then it took a little longer than yeah. five than the normal carousel of progress because the last scene, the 1990s Christmas scene, right? The, it started to move. It started to move. It probably moved five feet and then stopped. <laughs> and so we got to watch that scene again. Yes, and Grandma broke. The it was really funny. Grandma that, broke the the game. The television set with the virtual reality game on it just said "game over." Yeah, <laughs> but all the they voice. still did the whole script about ooh, she's got nine hundred and seventy five <laughs> points, and it was really funny because nothing was going on. I know but. it was. It every, actually, everybody in there was kind of giggling a little bit too. Yeah, for sure. So because it was it was entertaining. Um, and then I did happen to note take a. Because we were on the far end, the board that has the Marty says to change. Mar- Marty called once changes. Yeah. So it's the first time I had actually noticed that on the push board. Mm-hmm. So I took a picture of it. And he's like, oh, yeah, didn't you know that whole story? And I was just entertained because I didn't know the story behind that. So Yeah. So Marty Sklar, the legend, mm-hmm. uh, apparently... Used to call all the time and wanted this change, that change. So there's been a note on there. I, I don't know. For years, for sure. I don't know if it's been 45 years, but up on the on the pegboard right by the refrigerator, mm-hmm. it's the, the note that says Marty called once changes. I know. I just, I was entertained because I'd never seen that before. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we left there, obviously went and picked up the sipper cup and it's very cute. I'm sorry, it's Sven. He's it is. So it's adorable. one of the it's one of the better sipper cups. Yeah. I really like the the Buzz the Bee or whatever, Spike the Bee mm-hmm. one. And of course Mickey's birthday outfit that they had a couple years ago, which right. I actually saw was still at Pecos Bill. It's, it's still at a uh, Cosmic Grace too. Okay. Yeah. Um but this one's uh, Sven is really cute. Yes. He um, it really just looks like Sven from I the movie. The only thing I would have maybe done different is, you know, have his tongue stuck to a pole or something, <laughs> but it's really cute. Yeah, it really is. So we got that. Then we I guess we walked back through Liberty Square. Or did we go to Adventureland and go went and did our sources? Well, we were of the going Magic to Adventureland because that's where we were for Sorcerers, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom and yes. we had to 
finish beating um, whoever it was we had to finish beating. Finish, finish being Jafar, and then we had to beat Hades. Right. Yes. And then we beat our level. What? Yeah, so we finished, we finished the game now for the second time, and yep. it's time to start over. Yeah, now we started back on the hard level. Um, but when we finished that, um, we were walking around, and we thought that there was another figure we'd try to get a snack and do one of the Christmas snacks. And we got the went to Pecos Bill, and they had the Let It Snow Taco. It was not really what I thought it was because the pictures were kind of hard to tell on the site, but it was shockingly good. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's gotten mixed reviews mm-hmm. on Facebook, and some of the complaints that I saw about it, I, I guess maybe Disney made some changes to it since it had first come out because mm-hmm. I didn't notice any of that. The the cookie taco shell was nice and crisp. And right. And it was nice and cold, so it came right out of the freezer or refrigerator. Yeah. And it even looked better than some of the pictures I had seen online. Mm-hmm. And it was presented nice because it's presented standing up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we split it in half and ate it. And it was, it was good. Yeah, it was. It was yeah. really good. And then, let's see. Then what did we do? I think we went up to Main Street and played Source of the Magic Kingdom. for the. Well, we had what? to go back to the firehouse right. to check in. For our next level, yeah. Right. And then then we started to do a little bit more on Main Street, because that right. was the next place. And I think at that point, we kind of decided maybe we should head home. Yeah, at that point, I was looking at the radar, and I was getting all kinds of weather notifications, mm-hmm. and it was starting to get pretty bad in at Tampa. Home. Yeah. And we decided before it got worse, let's get headed home. Right. And we probably didn't really get any rain until Plant City, which is... Uh, two-thirds of the way mm-hmm. home from Disney. Once we got into the rain, it was bad. And, you know, not going to lie, I was fighting the car a little bit yeah. on the way home, wind-wise. But it, it wasn't awful, and we, we got out ahead of the weather. I would have liked to have stayed long enough to see the projections on the castle, yeah. but we needed to get out of there. Yeah, but wait, I mean, we already plan on coming back anyways to um, with your mom to go see the projections. Right. So it wasn't a, we had to do that that night. No, right. We've still got six weeks, yeah. seven weeks. Yeah. That was a pretty much our day at Veterans Day at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, just a quick trip, last mm-hmm. minute. This will kind of lead into, I guess, probably the next thing we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, we did head over there and decided we wanted breakfast. And the one thing you can't do last minute at Disney easily anyway, especially for breakfast at nine o'clock in the morning. Right. Is get a last minute reservation. Right. So we were going to go to. I think we were going to go to Crackle Barrel. Well, we, we had to stop by Caribbean beach and drop off something at the hotel. Right. And so then we, we're trying to find a Cracker Barrel or a Denny's or just somewhere we could go get a you breakfast, know, cheap, decent breakfast. Mm-hmm. And um, Cracker Barrel wasn't nearby. Denny's, the Denny's we went to was packed, packed. on Earl O'Bronson 192. Yeah. So we went to Waffle House. I love Waffle House. <laughs> I've, this is only like my fourth time being into Waffle House, but I love Waffle House. Yeah. So we stopped and got Waffle House and then went back to to Magic Kingdom from mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and it was actually, you know, I mean, we got in and out of Waffle House very quickly. Oh, that's one so, thing Waffle House does. They get you out yeah. in a hurry. Yeah, and it's good and mm-hmm. expensive. 
So, and it was actually perfect. It wasn't too heavy of a breakfast, which was good. Yeah, it was eggs. I think we both got sausage Mm -hmm. on top of hash browns. Yes, can never go wrong with that. And it was, uh, what, $8.40 each, uh, plus coffee and iced tea. Right. So, you know, we got out of there for, I don't know, 10, 11 bucks a piece. Right. So you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. So that's one of the things Tony Ann had actually brought up a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago about where do we eat off property right when we're staying there so that'll kind of lean or lead into that discussion mm-hmm. um we're over there a lot sometimes obviously you guys know we're over there a lot <laughs> and sometimes like this last minute although right. that's harder to do under covid but we don't always bother making reservations we don't always want to eat on property sometimes right. Just the Sometimes point. we don't want to spend $60 a piece right. to eat. So we've got our spots, mm-hmm. favorite spots off property that we go to that are close by. Right. Not that are, yeah, for the most part, regular menu price. Um, mm-hmm. McDonald's in Orlando right across the street from Disney doesn't have a $2, two-for-four menu. Right. But, you know, it's still $3 breakfast sandwiches. It's right. not it's not crazy a expensive. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's not like it was in Las Vegas where an egg McMuffin was like six bucks. That's just crazy. <laughs> but, and we're not the necessarily the most adventurous eaters. I could pretty much eat chicken wings. Pretty eh, much. Probably six days a week. <laughs> I might need to change it up one night, but. So we've got, you know, they're they're mostly going to be chains that mm-hmm. you guys may or may not have around your house. But if you do, then you pretty much know what you're going to get when you go to one of these two. Right. So, you know, recently when we stayed over there, we've talked about we've gone to Miller's Ale House. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I probably should bring up before we get too into that. So there's a road you may or may not be familiar with called Hotel Plaza Boulevard. Right. It runs along the front of Disney Springs. It may not start until you get right to the corner where Disney Springs is. But there are several hotels, a couple of Wyndham's, a Holiday Inn, Mm a B, which I'm not real familiar with. Right. Uh, Along that stretch of road, they're on Disney property. They're pretty convenient. You get early magic hours Mm -hmm. or late magic hours if they're doing that. Right. They count as a resort stay for... Make it your park reservations, even though they're not a Disney hotel. Right. In the past, they've had shuttles. I, I don't know if they're still running the shuttles. Mm-hmm. So that to may be parks, inconvenient. Right. But they're all like 100 bucks a night. Right. If that. So, you know, and pretty nice hotels. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about a, a Wyndham or a, a Holiday Inn. Right. Uh, that B is a pretty nice hotel. It used to be a really cool Best Western that... They started building a second tower to and, and then closed, yeah, which was, is really weird. Yeah. I mean, we had been there not even four right months Right before earlier. COVID. Yeah. And when we came back from COVID, the hotel was closed. Yeah. We're like, wow. Okay. But those are pretty cool, pretty convenient, mm-hmm. almost always available last minute. Right. And, you know, less than $100. Now they do have resort fees. Some of them you got to pay for parking if you're right. not a platinum 
points member. So, you know, it, it is plus plus, but it's still going to be cheaper than staying even at one of the value resorts. Right. And like I said, you can, we have never had a problem getting a reservation within yeah. a week. That Wyndham, we could have made reservations for Wednesday while we were there or right. Saturday before while we were there. But if you're on Hotel Plaza and you go away from Disney Springs towards the exit, you come out on 535, which is a fairly major road. It's Mm -hmm. easily as big as Erlo Bronson 192 is. And there's every restaurant under the sun right there on that road. So, you know, if you're staying at an Epcot resort, Disney Springs resort, 10-minute drive, and you've got a 100 different restaurants, anything from a McDonald's to uh uh you know fairly nice steakhouses but mm-hmm. a lot of wing joints we recently have gone to Buffalo Wild Wings which is almost directly across the street it's your typical wing joint if you don't have one of those at home but mm-hmm. you know hey we got out of there for 40 bucks yeah for dinner for the two of us and, I'm, and we couldn't do that on property no you know, that included a couple of beers and yeah. appetizer and wings. And mm-hmm. there's an outback that actually delivers to on property. Mm-hmm. You know, Uber Eats delivers. Yeah. Grubhub delivers on property mm-hmm. right to your door. Yeah. So um, the outback and Miller's Ale House, we both did. Well, outback, we did via outback. Actually, but- outback, we've ordered Uber Eats, but we this last time we ordered it. Directly from Outback. Right. And then the previous day, we ordered Uber Eats Miller's Ale House. Right. Yeah. So there's a a Twin Peaks, which is, you know, kind of a Hooters wing house. Right. Right up around the corner. Actually, Miller's Ale House is next door to it. Mm Mm-hmm. Once you get on 535, can't be five minutes, eh, depending on the lights, I guess. Right. Not more than six or seven. I mean, you can't go a block without seeing three or four restaurants. Right. And and directly across the street. I mean, literally go out to 535, go straight through that light into a parking lot. There's got to be more than five, maybe yeah. ten restaurants right in that parking lot. Yeah. And then we found that one, The Knife, which was... Yeah, it used to be better than it is now, but it was pretty interesting. It's, a, it's an Ar- uh, Argentinian steakhouse mm-hmm. instead of brazilian but it's for for lunch which is up to i think three o'clock mm-hmm. uh like 25 bucks a piece right. and then i think it's closer to 40 right for dinner but they've got fish chicken pork sausages mm-hmm. steak beef all cooked on a, a wood fire grill mm-hmm then they have vegetables, salads, full salad bar. Mm-hmm. For the price of your dinner, you get a bottle of wine or, this is the crazy stuff, yeah. a bottle of wine or a non-alcoholic beverage. So <laughs> I can either get a bottle of wine and look, it's not. It's not high quality it's wine. It's not high quality wine. But, but It's still a bottle of wine. <laughs> right. Or I can get a Diet Coke so yeah. you can figure out which one you're going to get. Yeah. But it, it was pretty good. Like I said, it's gotten maybe not as good. We're going to have to try it again and see. Right. But it's not bad, and it's, you know, all you can eat. Right. For 25 or $35 instead right. of 59 Right. 
Yeah. And it was just, it was nice. We kind of stumbled upon it and it was just something yeah, different. I think we had a Groupon. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, sometimes you have to be economic. Yeah. You know, and you. Yeah. This last trip that we made first week in November, we went to uh, Cracker Barrel mm-hmm. for breakfast one morning. Yep. Off property. Went to a Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Another day. That are all right there 15 minutes away. I mean, yeah. it, if you look up just restaurants on 535, mm-hmm. it, there's going to be something you'll want to eat. And it's going to be half the price of eating on property at Disney if you've got a car. And, right. you know, if you don't have a car, maybe it's worth a $10 Uber each way, you know. Yeah. Or order Uber Eats. You can order breakfast Uber Eats for breakfast. Right. You know, and they deliver it right to your door. It doesn't matter where you're at. Yeah. So it's been, um, you know, we've started doing that. So we were the kind of people that always, if we were staying for more than a night or two, would get the dining plan because it was just easy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the argument on both sides, obviously, about the dining plan. We just like it to be easy. And for, you know, what? If the deluxe dining plan was something like 116 bucks a day. Yeah. You got... You could do a regular, like a regular breakfast. Sit, you know, sit, sit down. down. You could do a signature at night. Mm-hmm. You had your snacks, and we would go to the Kringle House in Norway or mm-hmm. the Patisserie in France and get pastries. And uh, have them for breakfast. Depending night. on what our park schedule was and where we were staying, we might have them. Might get them the night before and have them for breakfast, or go get them that morning and mm-hmm. have them for breakfast. But you know, we could eat some of the restaurants that we didn't necessarily want to pay for. Right. That we would normally not go and pay for out of pocket. Right. Just because we thought right. the value. Yeah. yeah. But with that being gone, mm-hmm. you know, and not all the restaurants being open. Right. So that makes, even though we're at 35% capacity. Right. It makes it a little harder to get some of the reservations because not all the restaurants are open, not right. all the tables are being used. And you can't park up. So there's a lot of times we right. always go and we go to the day in Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom and then um and then go to Epcot at that night at dinner. So you can't do that. Right. So so you know, now you've got a Magic Kingdom day mm-hmm. park closes at six o'clock. Right. I may not be hungry at six o'clock. Right. And and the options for dinner are a little pricier. They are. And a, and a lot more limited. I mean, right. what do you have right now at Magic Kingdom for a sit-down dinner? You've got Liberty Tree, you've you've Be Our Guest, guest and, and the Castle. And the Castle, which, I mean, Liberty Tree, yeah, it's only like $35 a piece, but all the others are considerably more. Yeah, you know, the other two options are in the 60s. Well, the other two are both signature restaurants. Right. Um, and yeah, they're you cool, know, 50 but to 60 bucks. Yeah. You don't have the, you don't have the characters coming around, which is a lot of the appeal. Right. So rather than, okay, we're going to do Magic Kingdom, go back to the room, clean up and go to Epcot for dinner. You can't do that now. Right. So we go off property. Yeah. You know, we just, we think outside the box and yeah. then we get to relax and like, other times when we stayed in October, we just ordered in because it was we yeah we did a couple times yeah because we you know we're like hey you know we have this we have this nice one bedroom 
let's just order in. And we just sat there and had a relaxing time. And we did walk over to Disney Springs afterwards. Right. But it was just nice to be able to relax. Yeah. As much as I love it, I can't eat it. Raglan Road every night. Right. And I don't know. There's a lot of Italian food mm-hmm. in Disney Springs, but yep. I don't necessarily always want Italian either. Right. So, you know, we've just found it's a little bit easier if you can get off property mm-hmm. to to do that. And you don't have to make a reservation for those restaurants. They're no. all used to the turnover. Right. They're all pretty big restaurants. And truthfully, they don't have the stringent rules that Disney does as far as capacity. You know, we're in phase three now. Restaurants are full capacity. Right. So they're they're obviously not putting people on top of each other. They're right. still spaced out, but they're trying to be They're definitely getting more people through a restaurant than right. than Disney's able to right now. Right. You know, and it's just, it's a nice change. Because Without they, making you feel rushed, yes, by the way. You right. Know, just and a regular dinner. It takes mm-hmm. 45 minutes. and Right. But it, it, it just gives that flexibility. Right. You know? And, you know, so yes, it is more convenient when you have the car, but at least there are options when you don't have a car. Yeah. So, which is good. Yeah. So. So, you got anything else? Um, not really. Okay. I don't I either. I think that pretty much kind of covers it. So. All righty. Yeah. Well, that will do it then for this week. All right. We uh, appreciate everybody downloading and listening to us. Yes. And as always, our email address is mickeyfilepodcast at gmail.com. Please email us with any questions, comments, concerns. Suggestions. Suggestions, things you want to hear about on the show or just a quick you know, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at Mickey File or Instagram at Mickey File. We haven't used those a lot yet, but we're getting ready to. We've got a bunch of pictures we're getting ready to put on Instagram. Obviously, our Facebook group, Mickey File Podcast private group on Facebook. Send us a request. We'll add you in. Mm-hmm. And listening to the podcast, we're available on Apple Podcast, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and pretty much anywhere else that you can find podcasts, we are there. Yay. Subscribe. You'll get a notification each week when the new podcast episode drops, so you mm-hmm. won't miss us. And if you would, please give us a review or a rating so that We know how we're doing, and it helps other people who are looking for podcasts to find us, which would be cool. It is. With that, I guess we will say good night, and we will see you next week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you.